0: Where the Lonely Ones Roam, by Glimmer Glanger Read by X-Man Hater Well, hello there, a familiar voice said one morning before Katra was awake. She groaned and cracked an eye open to find Entrapta floating above her, held up by the strands of her hair. Katra threw an arm over her face. Ugh, she said. What are you doing here? Looking for you, of course. Entrapta said, swinging around to the side and from the sound of it rifling through Katra's things. Katra sat up to frown at her back. Why? Entrapta shrugged. Why not, she said. You disappeared very mysteriously, by the way, and we wondered where you'd gone. It took us a while to find you, but here you are. Catra narrowed her eyes, ignoring the little skip of her heartbeat. We? Mm-hmm. Entrapta turned back, apparently losing interest in Katra's paltry possessions. Scorpia is here too. She's not helping hold up a wall or something. So what are you doing here? Katra shoved aside the tightness in her chest. It had been foolish to assume that Adora would come here anyway. Adora was where she wanted to be. Katra shrugged after a moment. Keeping busy, she said finally. "'I love to keep busy,' Entrapta said, rubbing her hands together. "'Did you realize that this little community is right on the edge of the Horde front lines? "'I bet there's all kinds of abandoned technology around here.' "'Probably,' Catra said. "'Why don't you check it out?' "'Hey,' she said, before Entrapta could swing her way out of the room. "'Actually, do you think you could look at something for me first? After all, with the continued growth of the village, they really needed accessible clean water, and if anyone could fix the purification system, it would be Entrapta. Scorpia was, indeed, holding up a wall. There'd been talk of building a larger building for everyone to gather in for mealtimes as the days got colder. Everyone had asked Katra about it, despite the fact that she didn't care. She strolled up to Scorpia as villagers swarmed around, nailing things into place while Scorpia held up hundreds of pounds of weight without any visible strain. Katra, she said, beaming down. It's great to see you again. I knew Entrapta would be able to find you. I wasn't hiding, Catra said, frowning. I'm still not sure why you were looking for me. Scorpia shrugged and then called apologies when her fellow workers yelled complaints. Well, we had to go somewhere, she said. We don't really fit in a bright moon and our kingdoms are, well... So we thought we'd find you, see what you were up to. This is a nice place you've got here. Catra shifted to allow a woman holding a hammer to rush by and shrugged. It's not really my place, she said. But Scorpia only said, "Uh uh-huh, and... So someone said we just pick where we want to live and we can live there? Catra shrugged. "'You can't take someone else's place,' she said. "'But other than that, go nuts, I guess.'" Entrapta fixed the water purification system within the day and then swung her way off to root through the horde salvage. The next day, she rigged up an irrigation system to the fields surrounding the village, and the day after that, they had electricity in all of the buildings. Scorpia seemed happy to clear land around the expanding village, lifting and moving broken pieces of hoard machinery with nary a complaint. Catra kept busy with whatever jobs she could find, desperate to not think about anything. By the time a group came out of the surrounding woods, armed and scowling, a shopkeeper had set up business in the village, and there were more than a hundred people living within the rough borders. The village probably needed a name, all told but it did not have one or firm orders that could be defended. Screaming drew Catra away from her work, out in the fields for the day. She made her way back into the village proper to find a half dozen armed people waving guns around near the center of town, demanding food and whatever riches they'd accrued. Catra watched them for a moment, itching under her skin, and then strode forward. Hey, she called, still holding a shovel over her shoulder with dirt on her hands and sweat running down her back. What the hell do you think you're doing? The leader of the group, or at least the woman in front of the rest of them, spun towards Katra. She had a hard looking face. What does it look like we're doing? She demanded. Now listen, she said, turning back to the village at large. No one here has to get hurt. Just give us what we're asking for and... Katra tossed the rock without much thought, nailing the woman in the back of her head. The entirety of the group turned towards her, bristling suddenly with weaponry. Catra smiled, showing her teeth. No one here is going to get hurt, she said, except maybe you. Now you're welcome to stay. Help out. Have some dinner. But you need to get her, the leader barked, charging towards Catra, and Catra sighed. The bandits, or whatever they were, had never had formal training. They didn't know how to fight, not really, not for their lives. Katra put them on the ground, one after another, and wiped the back of her wrist across her nose when she was finished. You done? She asked, her foot on the leader's chest. The leader spat up at her, twisted, and ran. Catra watched the entire group go, startling at the cheers that followed their departure. She was less surprised when two members of the group sulked back into the village later in the day, their heads bowed and apologies on their lips, in exchange for food and a place to stay.